Dinners are ruined. Family and exes are in town. It's Fire Island, episode five and six, starting now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, hey. After Buzzers. Hey, guys. Welcome to the after show for these guys in Fire Island. And we're listening to this Katy Perry song. Mm-hmm. To me, she's doing the most and no one's noticing. I don't know what she's doing. Yeah, she's definitely trying. I feel like a lot of people have been saying her and Miley switched roles, which is very oh, yes. interesting. I've always loved Katy Perry, but I don't know if I'm loving her now. Yeah, I don't know about it's this one. interesting. Yes. She's supposed to be political, but she's yeah, in this yeah. video being rubbed in flour, and then yeah. she's people Which eating I, her and cutting yeah. her hair off with knives. I don't know if that's exactly you know the message she's trying to. And create. I love that poli- political aspect about her. That's like something I totally adore about Katy Perry. I have yet to see it. Like no? in her in her music, I she heard her speak, her, oh, okay, but like okay. in her music, she's supposed to be like this activist now. Mm-hmm. She denounced all her old songs, and now she's supposed to be some political yeah. activist. But I don't know. What See, to we could talk about Katy Perry. Yeah, like, I'm so ra- much rather talk. No, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> no. Well, Katy Perry, I don't know. Good for you, but I don't know what the hell she's doing on this. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about episode five and six. Episode five opens up with. Jorge, who apparently lost his dog, got it back, and they're getting on a yacht. I couldn't follow a damn thing, and I watched, I rewound it three times. Oh, well, I was too busy, like, well, Kassan, like, I was too busy, like, being distracted by his robotic, roboticness. Is that a word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has yet to show me any emotion, and Mm. I'm just like, come on, Kassan, there's so much more to you. There's got to be. There's got to be. And so I I failed to see it in this episode, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, apparently, we so we were told, you know, we're told, not really shown, that, which is a very common theme in this show. We're mm-hmm. told yes. about people's emotions and their plans, but we don't see these things. Mm-hmm. But he was supposed to be very caught up and, and nervous that his mother was coming to the house and she's meeting his boyfriend the mm-hmm. first time he's meeting, she's meeting Jason. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, Jalen tells Patrick that he's still emotionally attached oh, to Brandon no. and he wants Brandon. Um, and we know that this is not going to happen. Yes. Um, and so they are. I'm, I was surprised to see how because these, these guys aren't actors are not actors. I was surprised to see how open Jalen was on camera about mm-hmm. his feelings because you know at that point he knew that it wasn't going to be anything. So you'd think he'd just play it off cool, you know, and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. It was a summer thing. But he actually was like, I'm like this guy exactly. And again, that plays up with what you brought up. There's so much things what we're not seeing on the show. So it's like, what the heck? There's got to be more going on behind. The the scenes yet we're not seeing it other yeah. than that then we're kind of like oh my god Jalen he's sprung like he's such a fool <laughs> yeah, you <yes>. know <laughs> so like what is it we're not seeing y'all yep but uh so they arrive at dinner. Justin's parents are there, and they make great Italian meal. Mm-hmm. Um, then, well, they're going to be on their way, and they were saying, you know, the house has to be clean, and you mm-hmm. know, the respect oh, yes. level needs to go up like yes. a thousand percent. I know Brandon was having cleanliness issues for sure because the house was a mess because of him. I think he killed a unicorn at one point. Yeah. That poor, you know, that unicorn that every yes. gay has in their Instagram thrown in the pool. Yeah. You know, they're like eighty nine dollars. <laughs> they're expensive. They're cute, but like, come on, make it a. Rich no, like get a yeah. get a different floaty. Yeah, I have the 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 chocolate donut. The chocolate donut, yeah. oh. but it's it suffered through the winter, which was a rough winter here, and so it's not. It's a little. Uh, it flat. still feels like winter. Yeah, oh, it's horrible. Yeah, no, it's so, supposed to be spring, but 
So I need to get some new things. So I'm not getting the flamingo. I'm not getting. I have any a shark. Stuck. Oh really? But it's like fin is popped, but. I, oh, I still use it. Yeah, I need to get something that I can. I just want to literally sit on it. And yeah, do nothing. <laughs> I, the goal is to do nothing. We'll look on Amazon. Yes, I need to look for <laughs> sure. So, um, yes. Yeah, so the, the respect level needs to go up. Cheyenne is upset at the mess that you mentioned. It was like mm-hmm. the scene about roommate problems, which yep. is too much for me to hear about people's responsibilities and who created a mess and who should clean it up. I don't really care to see that. That's not very entertaining <laughs> to me. It's too true to life. <laughs> Um, and uh, Jorge is having a very emotional day because his father oh, passed, that's right. and it's the father's mm-hmm. birthday, so it's a reminder. And mm-hmm. he had to make a dramatic exit from the table. Yeah, because at first I was like, "Oh God, was it this time, Jorge?" But when he explained it, it was I was like, "Oh, okay, Jorge." There's this more to Jorge, and he's not. I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with him being really emotional. That's really sad. And he yeah. talked about how his father didn't accept him at first. I remember. Yes, and like so many people. And the LGBTQ community can relate to that um, about not being accepted at first. And that's so mm. hard to go through that. And maybe you're never accepted, but Jorge was definitely lucky that his, his father finally yeah. accepted him. Yeah. I, I just think that's horrible, though, because even if you do come around and you end up building a relationship, that is such permanent damage that you do to someone by literally giving mm-hmm. them, like pushing them out like yeah. that. It's horrible. There's always that, you know, there's that that scar yeah i give Hori credit for forgiving because that is really unforgivable to me you know i'm mm-hmm. thinking about loyalty and stuff like that like that is yeah. really disgusting and uh know? but mirroring that uh justin he he kind of had the exact exact opposite because his parents were always like really accepting they just yeah. were never really around gay people as he mentioned so that was really cool that justin always had that support system because yeah. you know justin's been through a lot you know as we know right i forget yeah, yeah. that's true so that was he, always good that he had his family yeah. always there in his he, corner he's kind of taking a back seat in this show a little bit but it's mm-hmm. only helping his image you know yeah. what i mean it's actually he looks like the fun guy absolutely. on the show absolutely he definitely had his time to shine for sure with his yeah. art and his own story so yeah i like him i'd like to talk with him on this show or something yeah like that. you know i would just, love for him to come for I, the finale yeah i feel like he would really deliver like some good points yeah. like unbiased because he doesn't really have a dog in any of these fights you know what mm-hmm. i mean like he's just there and like he gets emotional and a little bit of caroline mm-hmm. manzo getting people to like you know it's, it's quiet like i like yeah, it you know? we're seeing him like a little this is jumping a little head but he's kind of become like the mediator a little bit yeah now that he's had his own you know mm-hmm. his own yeah. storyline so cheyenne could relate to jorge's heartache about you know, all this talk about parents yes. Because we learned more about Jorge and how uh, his mother passed and mm-hmm. the, the history there. Or Cheyenne's mother? Cheyenne, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yes. No. Correct. And we'll get more into the psychology of all that in, uh, later on in the episode. But everyone arrives, the parents arrive. Uh, Patrick get, Patrick's guest, Alex, is there. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yet they, <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yes. And they say Patrick is MIA, so like, why is his guest here and not him? Which is always mm-hmm. odd, but true to life to Patrick. <laughs> He arrives and that work. Yes. Yeah, working, whatever. And he arrives with Jalen and then there's all this like, Can you believe that he would bring Jalen? Yes, of course. Where Jalen was in the Speedo? No, that was the set coming up. This was the dinner. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was the beach. Yeah, okay. Yeah, my bad. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Patrick's oh I think I think we can cut to that. Yeah, because they have a one on one. They pull Mm -hmm. each other over on the beach. Yes. They they're both in like these little 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 Mm -hmm. tiny microscopic bathing suits. And um Brandon doesn't want to focus on a relationship Mm -hmm. or any of that stuff. And he said he drops the F word and is like, you know, I want to build a friendship. And like, of course, that's like the worst thing. Yeah, but they see I just can't get over how like close they were. So I I can totally see where Jalen was kind of led, you know, 
let on. Yeah. So with that whole little ice cream thing, I'll ne- they went to like that Cold Stone or whatever. I don't know, but <laughs> is it, dude. Is it too much to make a deal and say not even a deal, but just like an agreement and say like you know let's let's see where we are at the end of the summer. You mm-hmm. know, is it is that too much to ask someone? I don't think it is. You think so? I mean, it depends if you're going mean, to be a slut of, and you're like, the, let yeah. me let me be a slut all summer, and then when it's over, I'll then we can get together. I mean, that's yeah. not really anything either. But it's like you know, let's both go our own ways mm-hmm. and then can reconvene. But you know, if you're, you're going to be respectful of that yeah. person, true. If you're mm-hmm. if they're waiting for you, yeah. I don't know if that's appropriate to ask. But I think if you really trust the person, and that's the key. I mean, how do you trust? How do you trust on a twenty-one year old on Fire Island? Exactly. Yeah. And I think that just brings up the point that Patrick was trying to bring up about just just be open, just talk to him. And it took forever for him to talk Way about it. Way too long. Yeah. yeah. But he's 21. I don't know if H has something to do with it. It might, but. Yeah. Well, Jalen says that he's scared by the situation. Again, very vulnerable on camera. I will say this guy. I'm surprised. Uh, Brandon is just totally over it, though. He has no interest. <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, it's no longer to have a sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, then we learn more about Kassan. Yes. His mother arrives. Mm-hmm. And he, they, all these, it's kind of unfortunate that all these guys have pasts that are, not all of them, but what we're learning more, they have different layers to dark them. Parts, yeah, dark, dark parts. Yeah, dark parts of their past. lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we learned a lot about him. He grew up in Compton. Yeah, uh, I did not know. I didn't see that coming. Didn't see that coming either. He's a true California guy. He was his mother while was while she was pregnant with Cassandra was shot. shot. The, yeah, in the neck. That's um, insane. While she was yeah. at school, was it? Yeah, I don't remember. She was only the, sixteen. Like sixteen, us. and then the dad wasn't around. Yeah. he he was young himself, probably. Yeah. like that is just insane. And, and then he was murdered. And yeah. he, I mean, Kassan really, you know, while he may not be like the most character-driven, mm-hmm. you know, outlandish, outgoing character on the show, I mean, he really it seems mm-hmm. like a really good guy. Mm-hmm. And he's really overcome. I think anyone could say he's really overcome adversity and really exactly getting dealt a really bad hand of cards early in life and really turning he's dancing into like sugar you know the biggest pop stars in the world at this moment yeah and for him you know going through that and like even the whole story with his dad you know he did it for his dad he finally met up with his dad but his dad was never his dad yeah it was, he was just his biological biological dad right and that's just oh my god and shortly after his meeting with his dad he, that's when he got murdered and it's like mm. oh my, I, I just don't understand how someone can go through that it's yeah. insane he's I definitely know. a survivor he's a fighter yeah. and he, he definitely proved anyone that had ever underestimated him wrong yeah you know this episode 5 was pretty good because we, we peel back the layers on some of these guys and then mm-hmm. if we go from Kassan's story and, and his mother who just seems like such a nice lady and like she seems yeah. really humbled and just like you know regularly compared seems- to what she's gone through you know yeah she just seemed like a regular girl. Yeah, they brought up they brought up the point about um, you have to kind of like make humor. You have to make it make positivity of the negativity. Um, so I thought that was a really yeah. good thing to you know yeah. focus on. Yeah, I admire her especially for getting them out of Compton and moving to Orange County and giving him a good environment. And it's it's can't be easy to do that, you know, especially mm-hmm. if you're a low income family and you know where do you go? How do you get there? You know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially in California because everything is so expensive. But yeah. Uh, but yes. So then we learn more about Cheyenne, and this is where we can kind of get into the psychology of him. He's very concerned that he's on a similar cycle that his mother was on when it came to just going through relationships and going from guy to guy and not really hanging out long enough to really do the work in a mm-hmm. relationship. And, you know, I can understand that. He, you know, he, he said that he was tossed around growing up and. 
um, his mother has passed and he's just blowing the relationship. So I think, you know, it's tough when you, I think when anyone examines who they are as a, in who, who they are as a potential partner, when you think of it, especially I think in gay culture too, it must be kind of mm, hard. Childhood like, yeah, plays a huge like, part yeah. in it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But also to view yourself as like, who am I putting out into the world in which to date? You know, like, like what am I like none of us are perfect yep. so you know it's yeah, like right. <laughs> so yeah it's like for him like he's examining himself and it's not easy to really look at yourself on how other people may view you you know especially mm-hmm. if you're and you don't you don't want to hear that you yeah. don't want to hear the, the the criticism that people are like oh well you're this way you're a little bit too sensitive you're too a little bit of that it's yeah. hard to hear that yeah especially for Cheyenne because I think he's he's definitely a workaholic maybe that's because like that might play into him maybe not having long lasting relationships and you know Kassan props to him because he because he didn't have a father he was always like that perfectionist and um, props to him for having a relationship with Jason you know yeah, and always being you know around the world dancing everywhere right so yeah I kind of felt for Cheyenne at this point because it's like that's Mm-hmm. That's such that's like a life, unfortunately, that, that really a show can't change unless if you meet, you know, the right guy and you get married and you create your own family. But as far as trying to do, you know, to create something for yourself and have stability, it's tough, especially in these cities. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't We ho queens. These be ho queens. Yeah. We're going to find out soon in episode six. Oh, yeah, I know. Maybe <laughs> also, he's not all that different than the rest of them. <laughs> yes, and guys, if you have, um, if you're over the age of 21 21 or over you should play a drinking game drink every single time you see patrick in a new look Always <laughs> in his confessional so take a shot yes <laughs> we spotted like five that, or yeah. six I don't know. yeah like in like 40 minutes <laughs> uh, at the end of the show they had uh, the the announced the passing of uh, john rousseau um uh, Justin's father, mm-hmm. which it was sad to me, especially because so much of this episode was about Lois family. and about parents, and yes. his parents were there, and they were cute, and how they worked together in the kitchen, and you know, I mean, it's like I didn't see that coming. You know, mm-hmm. he was so grateful. He spoke so highly of both of his parents, so that was that was sad to see of his passing. You know, mm-hmm. so and there's there's again like there's still reality outside of reality television, yeah, and it's it's like we even if we like make fun of these people, even if we like say things. Just to like get a laugh or ha ha, there's they're still human beings at the end of the day, and yeah. you know it's just unfortunate that you know that he lost his dad. Yeah, so we give our thoughts and condolences Absolutely. to that family. Yeah, for sure, because that was said. I didn't like you know who I, saw that coming. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So let's get into episode number six, which is back to the BS. <laughs> like it's literally oh. like it's like back to like and a I'm bunch here of, for it. Yeah, back, <laughs> back to the, the caddy drama of everything. <laughs> like it was picked right up. With, why we're why we are after showing that, or we're hosting this after show. Absolutely, this yes. is why we're here. <laughs> yeah. So Patrick, I, I guess he's prepared to perform an original country song. Yes. I had no yes. idea he was a singer. Yeah, he is a man of many talents. Well, yes, We're he's learning. doing all these odd jobs. Patrick just c- continuously surprises me as much as, it, as much as his looks. Yes. Throughout the episode. Uh, so the ex-boyfriend is coming. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, Chris. Yes, which uh, Cheyenne and Kasan are established. Of, they're knowing this ex-Chris. Which is like, my question is, how did Cheyenne know this was his Chris from the past. Did they ever, did they ever like no. identify that? No, There's lots of Chris's in the world, yeah, you know? Yeah. So. That's the thing. It's like all of a sudden this like adversary con- pops up in the second to last episode. It's very you know? convenient as well. Yeah. So I don't know. Right. 
So Justin is concerned that Chris will stir the pot and upset the house, which, of course, we can guarantee that will happen. <laughs> um, and then there's a scene between Jorge and Kassan, and Kassan's oh, yep. unsure if he's going to move to New York or whatever, which is, like, you know, that's, like, a common thing, I think, with both cities. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people in New York who want to do the L.A. thing. Mm-hmm. It's either L.A. or yeah, New York. Yeah, and then for me, I'm, like, over it, so I kind of want to go to New York. But, <laughs> again, but so when he said, you know, I have my house and my car and my job, and my relationships that I've built there, my life is mm-hmm. there. You know, it's a lot, and I, I can relate to that of having to give things up. But I feel like you know, nowadays that's the world we live in. People get a timeshare. <laughs> people just come and go. I mean, I'm sure he's got plenty of money. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I think he'll probably hold down two places. You know? This is like pocket change to him, probably. Yeah. But that's cute. I think it is cute. As as insufferable as it is at sometimes, it's kind of their relationship's cute. Yeah, because um, I definitely I don't have a relationship with that with one of my gay friends. I'm not that close at all. No, so it's kind of no. cute. Yeah. <laughs> so the performance was to an underwhelming crowd at some location where I guess it was super like informal because they're walking around with no shirts. Yeah, on. I, I was, was expecting like a black box theater. Yeah, you know, like have some like coffee sing- singer finger snapping yeah. with a beret. <laughs> that was like a location where you like this fly. I feel like there was like flies going all over the place. Like, it was one of those like East Coast like out semi outdoor like you know it's like is this inside or outside <laughs> like theater ish sitting on a bench maybe with like a spider under you or something like that like i was like i don't know where the hell this is um but uh Hazard can sing and he did his song which ended up being kind of therapeutic which uh, was a song i liked it it was yeah. nice i wanted to hear more of it i'm like when he's gonna drop that single on itunes oh, like yeah. i want to hear more of it i was so impressed i was like is he either he's either gonna bomb because of technical difficulties or he's just not gonna be that great he's gonna be off key but i was i was thoroughly surprised with him it made me like even more attracted to him yes. <laughs> personally but well he the song stirred a lot of emotions mm-hmm. with him and you know we did a little research i looked him up because i knew that i was i knew that guy chris i followed yeah. him on twitter and i know him from just, just i don't know i just he had an older woman that lived with him and he took care of her until she died recently oh, really? so i followed that story and that's when i followed him and i was like oh he has a following he's from uh, some uh, lgbt films I, I believe so chris salvatore is his name and he is extremely good looking yeah that you can't argue that man is is very attractive the scruff you know he's like that lumberjack yep. you know oh my god the dimples the big smile absolutely i'm like top. the one that got away <laughs> well well we find out later on that chris broke up with him but yeah so patrick is a little upset that according to cheyenne there were no tears no actual tears oh yeah he and was not buying it nah, the he had crocodile no tears yeah no nope. sympathy um, but yeah, I mean, I get that you can, I've never been in any type of relationship, serious, fake in between to that well, point of- at all. But I mean, I, I guess that seeing a song like that, especially country being so like emotional and yeah. driven and, you know, it's supposed to be raw and all that. really about storytelling. Yeah. I believe that Patrick was affected by that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had to be. I don't know why he was more affected at the performance. I imagine he was probably affected writing the song because, mm-hmm. you know, you're channeling feelings and you're putting it into words and you're trying to be poetic with it. But I guess the performance really moved him. And that I get that. But Cheyenne didn't. And um, my question is, you know, because they said like, oh, uh, you know, this really changed Patrick. Do you view him as a whole new person now that this is revealed? Um, 
that's a really good question. I'm not sure if I view him as a new person, but I think he's kind of in the process of finding out what he wants to do with his life. Because I felt like the whole entire time with Patrick, even before the show started, I saw him like meet the meet the cast. Yeah. And I always felt like he didn't really have a clear indication of what he wanted to do with his life. Yeah. And I think maybe this, maybe possibly music could you know, push him in the right direction. Maybe if it's not music, maybe something else. He, I mean, he went on a six month hike. He took off work for six months to just find himself and just explore. I'm looking him up because I want to know his age. I'm just curious. I'm curious too. I feel like he's like 29, 28, maybe older. Hmm. That's a good question. I remember someone in the chat brought up that he looked like an actor. Oh yeah. I think he's, he's I need to research more about him. Yes, here they all are. I'm looking up the age, if it makes a difference to us. <laughs> it doesn't say on the logo website. No, why are these gays so shady about their <laughs> age? Come on. I know, I age is know. nothing but a number sometimes. All right, I'm just going to type in <laughs> Fire Island Patrick Age. This is not going to come up, kids. Well, while you look at that, uh, what do you think of Cheyenne's references throughout like this season? He brings up some interesting... His, his vernacular and his terms and his references, like his Fukushima meltdown, he he oh, said about Patrick. Yeah. I'm like, dang, Shine, where are you getting these? Like, he's like, yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, this show's always like telling us that they're like <laughs> big break breakdowns and meltdowns. But I'm like, and fighting, like, stop fighting. I mean, I don't see anybody fighting. I see, <laughs> I see some arguments, but that's another day in the neighborhood. I mean, my God, you know. Um, let me look this up. I want to find the age. But yeah, while I'm doing this, let's talk more about... Um, ooh, all right, so uh, Chris's uh, entrance. Uh, well, first of all, why is Chris coming? I thought that it seemed to me like he was on bad terms with mm-hmm. the song with Patrick. And then, of course, he has no relationship with Cheyenne. So I was like, mm-hmm. why is he even coming? That's a really interesting question. I feel like it seemed like they broke up recently because I, th- I thought... But apparently it was a couple of years ago. But I thought... I thought uh, Patrick did the six-month hike recently, right after he broke up. So I'm a little confused on the exact timeline. Um, but I guess he's here to support him after the song. It would have been cool to see Chris actually be there for the song. And I'm still wondering, like, how does Cheyenne know it's the, the same Chris? Like, did he get a last name? So I... Right. Someone in the chat. Shout out to the chat, by the way. Lawrence Falk II. And also Tangled. You guys are awesome. Thank you for Thank you so much, this. guys. Yes. <laughs> uh, Cheyenne's boyfriend, Kyle, is coming. Yes. Um, and if you blink, you'll miss him. <laughs> he says one or two words <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. Uh, Jorge is bringing... His friend Carlos is going to dinner as well. So oh, that's yeah. who's there. He was um, even more of a, a piece yeah. of furniture. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Anne Beal of the show. Uh Jorge is nervous with Patrick not having a home base and being yeah. lost, um, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. I How, agree with that. I however, that. I wish I had some of the, the this the piece, the inner piece that Patrick does have for not being concerned. Yeah. I mean, even Jorge said, like, I would be, like, you know, like, shit in mm-hmm. my pants. Like, you know, I mean, he, Patrick's like, yeah, I know it's something I have to work on. I'll figure it out. But, like, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. And I wish I had some of that, like, inner grace in me to, like, just be like. Mm-hmm. Just a little f- more free-spirited. You know? Whereas uh, yeah. Jorge, surprise, surprise, he's actually more of a realist. Yeah. So, good for him. Kids, I can't find this guy's age. If you know it, you have to let us know. I'm at It's Grant's Rants on Twitter. Or you can always leave a comment below <laughs> or on our iTunes. Yes. 
Yes, uh, leave us a good review if you like the show because yes, we do guys. notice and it helps. So, yes, let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Give us a thumbs up because why the hell not? We're doing a free <laughs> show here. And I want to know, I'm, I'm curious if anyone from the show is watching. So let us know in the comments yes. or tweet us. I want to know if you... I got to wash my mouth if they are. <laughs> I want to know if, if you think, what you think of our assessment of what we're given. You know, we're, we're here to recap what we're given here at Afterbuds mm-hmm. on, on, uh, for the after show. So, yeah. you know, if you can fill in some blanks, let us mm-hmm. know. There's lots of know. blanks to be filled in. That's for sure. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I got to show down to what, like seven weeks? So it's like, you know, it's mm-hmm. how much can you really tell? <laughs> but here we are. So Chris enters super good looking, handsome. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Good God. <laughs> I know. The beard. I can't get over the beard. Yes. <laughs> so Cheyenne ignores him right away and yep. is very uncomfortable. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, he really is, I think in life, you can really choose to make a situation awkward. Think of someone like maybe you were like, up with or like you had a moment with and they're in the room like you can either pretend you don't know them or you can really be a huge bitch or you can just pretend you don't and just move on and for the mm-hmm. sake of the people around you you know i feel like you can choose to make things awkward or not you know yeah so and I he definitely like, chose to make it awkward why are you so mad you're not even with the guy no. chris was flirting with and he doesn't even we learned that he doesn't even really know chris he knows nothing yeah, about chris. and likewise with chris chris doesn't know cheyenne yeah. and it's almost as if cheyenne's angry at chris for making Cheyenne be so mad at his ex-boyfriend because he yelled at his ex-boyfriend, apparently. Yeah. So it's like, Cheyenne, this is ultimately your fault. Right. Chris even said that he had a boyfriend at the time when he was allegedly flirting with this with Cheyenne's Mm -hmm. boyfriend. So he's accusing him of flirting with the boyfriend and all like you said. And so Chris and Patrick discuss the breakup out on the side of the deck and they have, Mm -hmm. you know, a moment of closure with tears that we thought were a little over the yeah, top. Yeah, a little... Uh, at, at that point, I kind of lost Chris. I mean, I just was like, Chris, come on. He's sensitive, which is kind of nice. It's, I, it's, I, I, it's yeah. nice. That's not a lot. You don't, you don't see that a lot in some yeah, of the guys today. Right. But, I mean, I was like, come he on, He does Chris. feel something. <laughs> yeah, he does feel something. That is true. Like, that... People I just don't feel anything. Know. People I just know. go on to the next... You know, people really, it's a swipe right, swipe left culture. I mean, it yeah. is kind of nice to see someone actually give an F. This must have been before, this was pre-Tinder, pre-Tinder. <laughs> this, this whole fiasco went down. <laughs> when did they tape the show? Jeez. <laughs> um, so Cheyenne's uh, boyfriend enters. Yeah, so he does, here he is. We're at that point in the yep. show. So the dinner begins and L.A. connections are immediately brought out. Like, oh, you guys know each other from L.A. and Cheyenne. You know, you know, uh, you know, you know, my friend Chris, my ex. And then so that's when Cheyenne really makes it awkward. And he feels like this is a vindictive and vicious situation. And I'm like, are we watching the same show? I mean, it, it can be awkward because you're the one sitting there making it awkward. Chris didn't say anything to you, passive aggressive. He didn't come for you right away and say, oh, this one's across the table. Oh, this one's in the house. Or, oh, you know, Chris could have reached across the table and said, oh, you never said hello to me. You know, like he could have really been a bitch. Chris just wanted to have fun, poor little guy. Yeah. Um, but I think Shine was just going, he was off his rocker because he was sipping on that pink Moscato throughout the whole mm. episode. You saw that? Oh, yeah. Keep that? I don't know. Some liquor brings out some animosity. Yeah. You know, I think he was a little threatened by Chris and he will, no one would ever, you know, concur. I think, yeah, maybe he was just you know, threatened he, because there was Chris and Patrick against him and he's never been on the good terms with Patrick, it seems. So see, having, I think it's about alpha males. I think that's what it's about. I mean, these are two extremely good looking guys who both are in the modeling and acting world mm-hmm. and, you know, you've got a lot of egos out there and mm-hmm. especially in the gay world and they all are at the top of their games 
and mm-hmm. G-A-Y-M-E-S. <laughs> uh, so it's like, you know, I, I think that maybe certain people just cancel each other out. And I feel like maybe mm-hmm. they were, I don't want to say the word jealous because I think that's so, like, yeah. it's just such tacky thing to say someone's jealous of me like, shut up yeah. but you know what i mean like it's easy to as, throw away oh you're jealous when you yeah, don't have a comeback right or anything I, to i feel like maybe he's a little threatened by chris mm-hmm. you know and so he admitted that he cheyenne did admit that he was wrong to judge chris before he even knew of him really but then cheyenne said a bunch of stuff that made him look bad and it didn't make that apology worth anything yeah so chris was pretty peaceful and he just really didn't know he even said like what did i ever do to you mm-hmm. so there's there's a lot going and it's just on interesting in also that kyle was there it's like you're getting so mad and your 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 current boyfriend is right there and you're yeah. going off a situation about an ex so it's like that's true oh my god at what Cheyenne. point at what point do you just let the past go you how know? long ago was this right Exactly. You're already on to a new guy, so it's clearly some time has passed. It's just uh, storyline. Storyline purposes? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Cheyenne feels betrayed by by Chris entering the dinner and by him being invited by Patrick. And um, because he told Patrick his feelings about Chris. Apparently so. We've never seen this. We're, We're like, all right. Apparently there was a conversation. That no one saw, we never will, where um, this was a big problem and Cheyenne told Patrick and disclosed this information about a breakup. Am I missing something? I've just watched last week's recently. Am I missing, did they ever broach a subject about Cheyenne and Chris? I never remember I, hearing about Chris. This is, no, no. I, this is the, yeah. like I said, like I brought this up before we started that everything is very like kind of A, B with these episodes. They kind of start and they finish. They don't really translate other than like the whole Jalen and Brandon situation. Right. So I was kind of like, I was just yeah. like caught off guard. I'm like, what? Who's Chris? Yeah. <laughs> like, who is this dude? I mean, he's really hot, but. Yeah. So Cheyenne is basically acting like a complete dick in this part of the episode. Mm-hmm. And to Chris and is like, you know, well, like coming at him and like saying like, you know, why are you here? Like, why are you even at this dinner? Mm-hmm. And so um, for someone who's so concerned about etiquette and cleanliness and dinners, these dinners, God forbid these dinners don't go off correctly. He really was a horrible house guest or mm-hmm. host. And um, so Chris then stormed outside, and he blames Patrick for bringing him into the situation with Cheyenne. He felt like, I don't know if he felt set up, but he felt yeah. like he, you know, Patrick implicated him in this. So with this, all this manufactured tension, yeah. um, I'm sure Chris it, had no idea that he, what he was walking into. Exactly. And Patrick may have, you know, had preconceived intentions. <laughs> you never know. You never know with reality television. Right. Um, but then, you know, Patrick brings up some tea about Cheyenne that we're going to find out in the next episode. Right, yes. What do you think right. about that? Well, I mean, I think it would be interesting if there was something going on the whole time mm-hmm. that we didn't really know about. And, like, within, like, that's a dramatic twist. You know, we like to see certain conversations, but if there's a mistress on the side that's popping in at the end, like, that's an interesting twist. Mm-hmm. And I'd be I'd be interested in that, especially mm-hmm. like you know with Brandon being implicated. Like, what does he know? What has he seen? They share the same bedroom, Patrick and Cheyenne. Exactly. I mean, Brandon and Cheyenne. So, well, Jorge tells Cheyenne that he can be rude sometimes, and this makes Cheyenne very upset. I mean, you know, Jorge then, and then says he's on his side, but it's an accurate, just it's it's an accurate observation. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't know. They, these guys take these dinners way too seriously. Don't they just ever eat? I feel like they never <laughs> eat. They just sit down. They make all this food. They don't eat the food. I'm like, oh my, I would be not talking at all. I would be stuffing my face with the avocado they were mashing up, the guacamole, the chips. Like, yeah. it looked delicious. I'm starving. I'm sorry, but. Yeah. I know. Like, when do they ever eat? I mean, they do a lot of drinking, that's for sure, but not a lot of yeah. eating. I mean, they are. They do have really nice bodies, so maybe they have to watch what they yeah. consume. Well, like you, I like the Patrick moment where he's like, I know something, and mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to say it. That's classic reality good way to, TV. Yeah, so. good way to end the episode. Yes. Leading so. into the season finale. Yes, where we're going to learn. I don't even want to be vulgar, but apparently <laughs> Cheyenne was... was was blowing someone else other than his boyfriend. And we will find out yes. if that is true. And apparently it's Alex. Oh, yes. Foreshadowing. Alex, yes. The foreshadowing from previous from the, episode? Yeah, he was on the or, beach. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is going to be good. Hopefully we have a bigger panel so we can, yes. get, we can sip some tea. It's going to be good. It's yeah, be good we should episode. have a guest. and, and yeah. Not necessarily a guest from this show, but a guest with some intel and yes. uh, about reality TV in general. Yes. And we will have that coming up next week. Uh, so there's a lot to look forward to it as the show wraps. I feel like it's really picking up the pace now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we had the episode five was a total different flavor, but episode six really set us up for this finale mm-hmm. next week. It's such a contrast. I mean, we yeah. missed the we missed last week, but it's so interesting to yeah. see them back and forth. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, this, I thought, because they were like, oh, this is our final dinner. So I was like, wait, is this the end? But that's a good thing, because if we're already on the final of something and it's not even the last episode, that means there's a lot of content. Mm-hmm. I hope. I can yeah. only we hope. Have an, we yes. have 40 minutes for next week, and yeah. maybe, I'm still wondering if there's going to be a reunion. I don't know if it's worth it, but... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it looks like there's like a mini reunion next week in that living room. We're all sitting there, and then Justin gets up and shouts, oh, one yeah. at a time! <laughs> like, that's a reunion enough. I think I'm we're so good. excited. Yes. All right, well, you guys can keep up with us. Please support the show if you haven't already. Give us a thumbs up on this show, and feel free to follow us and support our projects. Ollie, what are you doing? Oh, well, I'm on Fire Island every Thursday <laughs> until the show's over with. I'm also at, uh, the assistant producer for Marvel Movie News on the Popcorn Talk Work. Popcorn Talk Network every nice. Tuesday on 2.30. Um, and uh, yeah, follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Wonderful. And you guys can follow me over on Twitter at It's Grants Rants and in my podcast, Grants Rants Hollywood Talk. We'll be back with the finale of Fire Island next week. Bye, guys. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later, bitch. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 